Hello there, Talking Fight fans. Welcome to uh, the Boxing News Today show. We're going to go around the world on this particular episode, uh, starting off with uh, news out of the IBF. They've ordered their light welterweight champion, Subriel Matthias, to defend against the unbeaten knockout artist, Sho Jahan Ergashev. Ergashev's uh, sporting a 23-0, 20 knockout record. And he's in his prime, uh, 31 years old, who's back native, and uh, would be quite a step up for Mateus, who was originally going to uh, fight Sergei Lipinets. And uh, now the reason this is interesting is because Mateus had thought he was going to be able to fight Regis Progress after Progress uh, fought uh, Zorilla, but Zorilla didn't exactly give the. the you know, he wasn't an easy takedown, let's put it that way. So the point of the matter is, is it's highly unlikely that Eddie Hearn's matchroom is going to put progress in the ring against Mateus, which now means Mateus is looking for uh, a new opponent, and that new opponent uh, after his crushing victory over Jeremiah's Ponce, as you might remember back in Minneapolis. Uh, so he, anyway, it looks like that opponent's going to be uh, the unbeaten Regeshev out of Uzbekistan. Anyway, so I just thought I'd start off the, today's show with a bit of news other than uh, out of the heavyweight division, which we will get to in a moment. But also following up on uh, other boxing news, let's see, we've got uh, Granite Chin with some uh, news. Newly crowned United States Boxing Federation champ, Julian Black Dragon Baptiste out of... Uh, Oh, he's five and three, two knockouts, and the Massachusetts title holder James Jones, three and uh, three and one with uh, three knockouts. Uh, both believe two title belts are better than one. Baptiste uh, versus Jones will be an eight-round co-featured event on the next uh, August 11th tilt, August 12th rain delay uh, at uh, Veterans Memorial Showcase Pro-Am card presented by Grand Chin Promotions uh, for their aforementioned middleweight titles. Uh, the outdoor show will be held at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Quincy, Massachusetts, for the benefit of Operation Homefront. Good for Chris Trietti and the boys for making this happen. This fight makes too much sense for both guys, said Trietti. Uh, both are looking to establish themselves as the best middleweight in Massachusetts. And after August 11th, one of them will be able to say that. It will be such a contract, uh, contrast in styles, which typically leads to an action-packed fight. Uh, Baptiste is out of Woburn uh, and Pittsfield Jones. Both believe that the winner will move on to fight outside New England in the near future. I'm pretty sure they will indeed. Looking good for Granite Chin. Also on that card, you might see a former New England welterweight champ, Mike Badman O'Han, who's been featured on Talking Fight before. 18-2, and two, nine knockouts, fighting out of Holbrook. Takes on Haverhill's Harry the Hitman. Gigliotti, nine and four, th uh, three knockouts. And he's the reigning ABF Atlantic super lightweight title holder in an eight-round contest. It's a non-title main event, though, in an old-fashioned all-Bay State showdown. Good stuff. And uh, Chris says that the undercard will soon be announced and will let us know shortly. What? All right. Moving along, let's have a quick look here. It's happening down in uh, Mexico, yes. Former WBC light flyweight champ Pedro Pedrin, Guevara, 40 and 3, 22 knockouts. Now competing at the super flyweight division, scored a one sided 10 round unanimous decision over Miguel Herrera, 26, no, 22, 6 and 5, with eight knockouts. 
and that was held earlier this week at the Centro de Eventos Figlosase in Culiacan, Mexico. Guevara uh, landed cleanly and often en route to 100 to 93 times at the judges' level. Uh, Guevara hasn't lost since 2017, winning 10 consecutive fights. So some good news out of Mexico. All right. As promised, let's move along to the heavyweight division and see what's happening. Anthony Joshua's rematch with Dillian White is back on track after Joshua removes request for a rematch clause. So those talks have resumed, and hopefully that bout will take place at the O2 on August 12th. Speaking of rematches, it looks like Joe Joyce is going to re-enter the ring and rematch Jolai Zhang on September 23rd, a month following Auntie Joshua is entering the ring, um, following Joe Joyce's first professional defeat, by the way. And he's hoping uh, to gain a revenge and reclaim his position at the top end of the heavyweight division when he goes into an immediate rematch against Zhang on September 23rd at the Wembley Arena. As we all know, Zhang upset Joyce when he stopped the Londoner in April. Gave him a right battering. Um, that was his first defeat. The Londoner was taking punishment for damage to his eye. Ultimately saw the big southpaw stop uh, inside of six rounds. Um, for the English, it was a shock to see Joyce, who had looked so formidable previously in his career, halted in that manner. But the Chinese veteran, an Olympic silver medalist like Joyce, uses size, power, and sharp southpaw punching to handle the Britain in some style. So Joyce lost a WO, WBO interim heavyweight title to Zhang in that defeat as looking to restore his momentum by forcing this immediate rematch. Joyce said, I'm coming back to take what's mine. September 23rd, I'm leaving everything in that ring. No compromises. No under underestimating my opponent this time. Nothing but a win. Mm -hmm. Let's move along to see what Tyson Fury's up to. Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk, as we know, uh, is dead and will not happen in 2023. Fury's UK co-promoter, Frank Warren, has confirmed that. The much-anticipated undisputed heavyweight world title fight previously collapsed for a proposed April 29th date in the UK and now planned to stage it in, the, in Saudi Arabia in December has also fallen apart. Um, Saudi Skill Challenge Entertainment said they intended to table huge offers for Fury versus Usyk and Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder to take place in December. However, these offers are yet to arrive, and so Fury is heading in a different direction. And he's and said, Frank Warren, I'm hoping we'll have to have we'll have an announcement in the next week or so. Uh, we've pretty much done what we want to be doing, but we're not in a position to make an announcement. His fight's done. We can't hang around. He will not be fighting on the Skills Challenge show in December because they're talking about their show now being postponed until January. I think their head of boxing, Amir Abdullah, said they'll be. Moving it to the first quarter of 2024, that's up to them. Prince Khalid is a fantastic person. I really like him. But in the meantime, we have to move on, and we're going to announce something soon. Warren continued, Tyson really wants to fight, and we've got to make it happen. We have to make things happen. We can't wait for people to make things happen for us. We tried to make it happen three times already this year with Usyk. Contrary to all the social media crap, he didn't want it. If he'd have wanted it, the fight would have taken place. What he wants to do is wait, and he thinks he's going to going to get his 70 million in Saudi. And I understand that, he says. I absolutely get that. But stop the nonsense. That's the fight that's not happening because of Tyson. Uh, Warren then teased Fury's next fight further, uh, saying um, it will be a game changer. 
He said it'll be a game changer in a couple of weeks' time. It'll be a massive game changer. It's going to be interesting to see the fallout from it. You'll find out in a couple of weeks, I guarantee you. You'll say to me in a couple of weeks, that's a game changer. <laughs> All right, enough of those two. All right, let's move along to PBC, see who they were that after uh, their deal with Canelo. Canelo versus Jermel Charlo expected for September. Let's have a quick look here. Following Canelo Alvarez's announcement uh, that he signed with PBC, um, it's reported he's now going to fight Jermel Charlo uh, on September 16th. Canelo has a 59-2-2 record, 39 knockouts. And uh, there were some other rumors circulating who he might fight, but that's not going to happen. looks like it is going to be um, with that PBC deal done. He's going to see uh, Jamal Charlo in the ring. Uh, Charlo, 32-0, and 0, by the way, 22 knockouts. But he's just passed full two full years of inactivity. So we'll see uh, who's ready for that one. All righty, let's have a quick look here. Oh, yes. For my last story of the day, one of the most confusing stories I've ever read, and I have to relate it to you because it is just simply fascinating. It was a fight that took place over in Japan and is now being investigated by the Japan Boxing Commission. And it's with respect to two Nigerian fighters uh, who both got knocked out in their first respective round. So the story goes this, a pair of Nigerian boxers knocked out in their first round of their respective non-title bouts uh, with fellow Nigerians in May in Sapporo in Japan's northernmost prefecture of Hokkaido appeared to be different persons from the ones originally expected. And that's according to the Japan, Japan's Boxing Commission just very recently. The 37-year-old Samuel Moses was knocked out by top-ranked Japanese featherweight Ridwan Oyakola of Okinawa's Harinaka Boxing School Gym in the first round in a scheduled eight-round super featherweight non-title bout back on May 14th. While the uh, stable, his stablemate, Kazim Lawal, 34 years old, was also decked in the opening round by J.J. Oligan, 23 years old, in a scheduled middleweight four-rounder. The two knocked-out Nigerians were said to be brought to Japan through Bobby Oligan, a once popular Nigerian-born television personality in Japan, currently serving as the manager of the Hiranaka Gym. But they are strongly suspected of being different people. J.J. Oligan is the 55-year-old Bobby Oligan's son, and accompanying Nigerian trainer is also suspected of being a different person, according to the sources. So JBC, as a Japanese uh, boxing commission, will hold an executive committee meeting at the end of this month by having the gym's head, Nobuki Hiranaka, a former World Boxing Association super lightweight champ, and other persons concerned to further investigate the veracity of this peculiar case. And there you have it, boxing fans around the world. We need more heavyweight fights in boxing. Absolutely. Well, we've got uh, Jared, the real big baby Anderson, coming up so- shortly against uh, Charles Martin. That should be a really good fight to see. And I hope that uh, Jared Anderson comes out on top, which would make him, I believe, 15-0. And we've got a couple of other heavyweights, I guess, in the the being negotiated, aside from the Tyson Furies, aside from uh, the Anti-Joshua's. We do have Andy Ruiz and Deontay Wilder in the mix. 
but but there are some other good heavyweights in America uh, that are fighting. I will say, practically under the radar. Um, Jared Anderson should use this red punch to knock out Charles Martin. Uh, I concur. Uh, I like uh, liked Charles uh, Martin, but I think uh, Jared Anderson is the next Mike Tyson, and uh, he's going to steamroll over his British opponents when he finally gets to face them, hopefully as early as later this year, uh, but certainly in 2024. Uh, I know he's friends with uh, Tyson Fury, and he doesn't really want to fight Tyson Fury, uh, and that all depends on what Fury's going to do next, quite frankly. That's my opinion. And uh, I want to thank you for joining me today here on Talk and Fight. I remember to subscribe. What? what happened to Meehan from Australia? Good question. Quickly look at, quickly Google him for me before I sign off here. Uh, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it, uh, Adari. Um, so there are a lot, there are uh, plenty of heavyweight boxers from around the world uh, that we look forward to uh, seeing uh, knock off the top five that currently exist. Uh, in the rankings in the heavyweight division, as we know it. Uh, I hope Xiaolin uh, Zhang beats uh, Joe Joyce again. Um, and let's have a quick look here. My producer's telling me Willis Pele, the hitman Meehan, is an Australian professional boxer. He previously played professional rugby. And, uh, well, it doesn't, doesn't say when he's going to be uh, fighting next, if he's going to be fighting next, but there's your up. Oh, wait. Uh, his first pro career was playing rugby and played for the Sydney Roosters in the National Rugby League. Um, as an amateur during the teens, Will has shown promising boxing talent. He won the Australian Super Heavyweight title at the age of 17. Wow. Willis was almost made it, almost made it to the Commonwealth Games. Uh, holy cow, this, this story keeps on going. Uh, Willis is currently enjoying massive success with his young pro boxing career since his debut in 2014. The Southpaw hasn't lost a single match. Has beaten nine op opponents in a row. Wow. Seven via way of knockout. In July of 2018, Willis won his first title uh, versus Jonasa Kavika and bagged the vacant WBF Australasian heavyweight title. So there you go. Some 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 big uh, big heavyweights down down under who are currently fighting. Oh, as you say, Daria Jackson Murray is a very good heavyweight prospect from Australia. I mean, Willis Meachin from Australia. Yes, that's who I was just reporting on. Willis Meachin versus James Singh. Wow. So there you go. So you, you know the scene quite well. And as I've been saying since day one, there are heavyweights around the world, not just those top five that we're constantly talking about or hearing from with respect to either Eddie Hearn or Bob Arum. Uh, and I like to speak of many other heavyweights from around the world on a daily basis to ensure boxing fans that they're not being left out, and that there are other names to consider other than those top five. Um, all right, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. when I join Mike Gore for his show, Knuckle Up. Thanks for the notes, by the way.